Hey yo, welcome to another installment of Muscle Beast Theater. I'm your host, Slice. What are you doing? Put down that cookie! It's not good for you! It's not nutritious! Well, wait a minute, what are you doing, Arnold? We're talking about my movie! This is not about your movie! It is about muscles, and gleaming pecs, and long flowing hair, and the steroids! I mean, no! That's not what the movie's about! It's about guns! It's about balls! It's about fighting! It's about Adrian! Who the hell is Adrian? Why are you talking about Adrian? This episode has naughty language like fuck and shit and Langheimer. Well, yo, it's not, what about the guns? I'm getting to that! It also has long, large, powerful machine guns that thrust back and forth as manly men hold- Yo, yo, yo! What does it have to do with anything in this movie? It has bad-tasting brownie-looking meatloaf! It tastes fine to me! To give me strength for my muscles! Shut up about the muscles! It also has a guy from Daywalker and Jurassic Park! What, are they implying that we, the great Arnold and Sly, are too old to be in an action film with 80s-style explosions? We ain't old! More importantly, this is a prison film with a sadistic soccer hooligan, and finally this movie has class! Either way, listener discretion is advised with the muscles and the long hair and the large guns and the... If this keeps up, I'm gonna need an escape plan. Rockin' Movie Review, episode 96. This is my job. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Movie Review. Some podcasts have been reviews by Connectly Enhanced Narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and yes, what's up? We're back for another fun-filled episode, and as you could tell, we're very... Yeah, some people are having more fun than I thought. Just a little bit. <laughs> I give great helmet. <laughs> That's not in the work. You can shine the helmets. <laughs> yes, you, you can tell we've had a little bit of fun, especially with the movie that we're talking about today. But more importantly, those of you who join us for the first time, welcome. We are podcasters that review anything and everything that comes in contact with us. We see it, we'll do it. Bullshit, we're a bunch of people that just sit That's in front of a motto, microphone honey. and just talk. Yeah. Oh. 
Hey, course. we're not like our alternate version, our alternate mirror world where we talk about knitting and darning doilies. No, 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 no. You can no. talk about that if you want. I'll do it. I swear I will light a match, <laughs> have a fart, and blow you all out of this room. I, I hate Mirror Universe Me because I'm sure he has a growth teeth. And I always wanted one. I'm pretty sure Universe Me is a bitch. Like a bitch. I swear, where's my lighter? We've already, met, we've already met, we've already met the Mirror Universe Me. He worked at the job with us. Yeah. With his free, and that thing's still bleeding. That tattoo's still bleeding, and it's been 15 years. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Okay. What we do is we talk about movies, we review them, we rate them, or whatever media we're talking about on the podcast, and you don't have to agree with anything we say. I've heard we're entertaining a little bit. Just, uh. We're entertaining, really? Yeah, apparently some people like us. Wow. We we have tens of the hundreds. I entertain myself. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So pretty much all the tens of our loyal listeners who are there. Who the fuck are we? So. I'm Liesl, this is Ray, you're Baz, and you are them. Why can't I be on today? Because. Because that's, a, that's according to the rule of the dodecahedron and has decreed it is not so. But I could be a pretty, pretty princess with a tutu. No, so you're not, if you, you keep talking like that, then I'm going to put on the Brony documentary. Oh, God, here we go. I will Ooh, kill you. We are getting serious. We are three comes. minutes in and it's already come to Bronies. I will kill you. I will take your future children in your ball sack and sell them on eBay to Chinese freaking profiters in farms of rice paddies. Hey, worse, we could do the Rock of, Rock of Fire explosion documentary. I will do the Paper Rock Scissor documentary if you don't stop this! Back to the movie, guys! Anyway, 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 anyway. Anyway, back to, back to the point, Ian. Uh, if you guys are interested in listening to any of our earlier shit, you can check us out at www.spyrocker.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on all these lovely social media sites. You can check out on our show notes, and more importantly than that, we're also on Amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash Spyrocker, where you could buy any of our stuff. And we, we're selling this in order to get more money back so we can put it towards the podcast and give you guys a better experience. Also, we are working on a shirt for the spreadshirt.com. But before that, everything's going good with us. We got approved for another con, but the question is, are we going to that con? I don't know. Well, if you mean the one in two weeks, no. Wait, there's a con in two weeks? There's a con every day. There's a con there's every day, truthfully. Meetings. And the thing is, the question is, we got a proof one. Can we even make it? I mean, I could probably See, make it for one day. You two can. I have a ball and chain on my ankle. It's called college. So on a Saturday, I'm going to go up there for one day. It's an hour from here. And going to be like, I like you people. Bye. Yes, we do. We're going to meet people cons. They're going to listen to this and just say, fuck these guys. Okay, then we delete this out, delete, 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 and I'm probably gonna delete. And I'm probably gonna delete this in. But more importantly, we have that con, we got accepted to our other con, and then our home con, we got a hotel room in the con hotel, which is awesome. Now, if I get a con hotel for Otacon, that would be amazing. Does this con come with con tonight for breakfast? Uh, unfortunately, unlike the other one, I don't think so. And this was the last time Buzz was ever featured. What? No. No, we're going to do that episode soon where we're going to be making breakfast for the episode. For the movie. Wait. No, we're yes. doing Uncle Buck. No. Why can't we watch The Breakfast Club? Because. Why can't we do stuff we want to because do? Because Hope called that. She called all the John Hughes movies, including. Well, then fine. We'll get her and you guys can fight over it. Wow. I just. I am so staying out of that war zone right there because I've seen both those movies, but that's a different time. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. scarier. Wait, wait. <gasps> Speaking of which, I also want to watch Word Signs. So if you remember the last episode, we rolled that yeah, one, that only... No! Dagger Heedron! No, 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 no,
of movies. And dictate out this by reviewing a movie which is most eighties film fans wet dream because they finally listened. They finally said, You guys have asked for it for years and years. I creamed on my pie. Yeah. Um I don't care. <laughs> and the person we have to thank for this is some guy named Mikael uh, Hofstrom. And the guy who paid for it is Robert Brenner. Robbie, I owe you a shitload of money. It was worth it. Yes, and it was, and the story was by Miles My- Chaplin, and it's starring Jim Caviezel, Fifty Cent, Vinnie Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio playing a villain again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Amy Ryan, and then two guys who, well, I have well, waited you know, thirty years for the combination to occur. Well, you know, if you didn't really get the opening, then the two stars are Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> and, and we watched. We watched uh, uh, Escape Plan by all the people we said starring those guys. Yes, the two muscly... Starring those guys. <laughs> those those, those, those The most iconic 80s action heroes of all time, and that and just those guys. Raze has been under a rock, thank you very much. He does not have a TV, remember? That's like saying Halo was the freaking best 2D game ever made in the 80s. And Good now... Time. Now, before we get any further fighting, I think I know people say, this isn't true, this wasn't their first matchup. Their first matchup was in... Last uh, Action Hero. Yes, and expandable. No, no, no. Physically not, together, you, see, you can't say last action here. There you go, because in the expandable was like five minutes. Same thing with the other movie. This is like full blown. God damn it! You see them for like the whole movie, pretty and, much. And it's not like okay, you're expecting one line catchphrases from the typical '80s movies or the '90s movies we've done. No, for once. It actually occurred. They did a good acting job. Yeah, they did, and it's not like you know, it's it's not a cheesy horror movie. It's not a cheesy story movie. It's a good movie. Like you can watch this and genuinely say, "This is something that I enjoy." It's not something that I really giggled at too much because there are parts that you can giggle at, but <laughs> thank you, Baz. But it is still a really good action movie. And the thing is, is it really an action movie or is it a drama? It's an action movie. I don't know. I gotta go with uh, Dan on that one because it's it's a prison movie. That's the thing. It's it's a prison movie. There was action, but it was more based off a. They had it more down to earth as a storyline. It's, it's boss wanted to kill him. That's it. There's no drama to it. It's Ocean's Eleven. It's every single prison heist movie or prison break movie possible, but with those two. Like you could take the half of Face Off. Half the what is that other big one? Um, the what is the one with the the, the World War Two one? Which one? It's no. like asking me. No, the prison one. Uh, uh, motorcycle jumps over. Stephen Queen jump, motorcycle jumps over. Oh, crud! While well, they're thinking, so anyway, in the escape plan, so watched the movie. Sylvester Stallone is actually based off of a very <laughs> smart gentleman who was good. break out of prisons. Thinking, gentlemen. He's called him smart. Yeah. He's very bright. He, he can was, break out of prison like nothing. He, he wrote the book on him. He literally wrote the in book. The, in the movie, he wrote the book on how to make a perfect prison, and he even broke out of that. But you can't really say, hey, let's put the guy who wrote this book in the prison and see him not get out. Well, I know somebody like, oh my god, you guys are spoiling it. Think about it. Shut up. It's, a, it's a Stallone and Schwarzenegger movie. The yeah. end. It's called Escape Line. Do you think they really don't get away? <laughs> Do you think they just... Well, I don't know. Well, aside from that one suck. poor guy, that one poor 
Well, the, 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 the guy no, that was the... No, 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 yeah, the, the, exactly. The, 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 you know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah, the guy that worshipped Allah. Wow. No, 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 no. Yes. Dude, he went out in a blaze of glory. That yes, was like, yes, you made me proud to want to... I, I support the Taliban because of that. No, I don't, no, I don't, no, I don't. Edit that, please. That is definitely not a good thing to oh, say. Oh, shut it. <laughs> oh, it's just gonna be, yeah, this we just bleeped in. <laughs> Taliban! So, anyway, guys... Through all the beeping that's going on right now. Holly! So the movie. <laughs> See, Ray's just being an asshole right now. Holly! I'm trying to podcastify the movie. Here's the weirdest part me. about this film. Uh, sorry. Here's the weirdest thing about this film. It premiered in the Philippines before the United States. That's how you know the American movie market sucks. So, how do you know everything in America sucks? And you want to edit what I just said? Okay, America, no, we can say that. Yeah. No, 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 it's America, fuck you. First Amendment, America! <laughs> exactly, right there. Anyway. That's it? A few dudes. A few dudes? There's a fucking prison full of men! Hey, How many fucking hey, dudes? Hey, hey, Spoilers. Okay, what part of prison and dudes are in the spoilers? So anyway, now that we've got more space, we can't edit podcast. Gotcha. Continue. So, and we'll hear him up later. It had some stuff. And there were some dudes, and stuff happened, and that was pretty much it. It's a pretty good movie. Pretty I wish though. Night. Are you ending the podcast right now? No. I do wish that Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson, who was in the movie, did a little rap song. I I'm so wait. glad he did. Yeah. I'm so glad he was a supporting character. Otherwise, I wanted to laugh. I gotta give him credit though. He was very good in the role he was put in. Though. He uh, had like two minutes of screen time. Which was good for me! Speaking of which, what do you guys think about the soundtrack, the non-existent soundtrack for the movie? Oh, you mean the generic drums, bass, bass line, you know, generic, hey, this is fucking this. You know what, though? I wanted What did you want? What did you expect? Fucking Rambo music? No, the soundtrack was Stallone like narrating it. what's going on. No, what I would want is I would want the steel drum from Commando. Why don't we just throw in the Predator music? Have Jesse Ventura DJ the whole event. But it's Arnold breathing. That's what the soundtrack is. It's just Arnold breathing. All we hear is music. It's really heavily into the mic. Okay, it's called a boom. That was incredibly intense. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about hyping up a movie that bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this podcast is beginning to sound like an 80s movie. Anywho, so we watched a movie, guys. Hey, hey, I, I had some dudes. <laughs> I've been over this already. <laughs> it was Move on. Great. Can you say copyright infringement? You guys are totally taking my shtick right now. He didn't make it. He didn't write it. You didn't write it. Hi, Zan. How are you? Good, 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 good. So you speak, please. Music was meh. The movie made a lot of money for what it was because it's not a shock because it is. Arnold and Sly making their way, making this film, which is making their way downtown. Yeah, they are making their way downtown. They're going to the bottom of the ship, then they're going to come back up the ship. <laughs> hey, hey, spoilers! Spoiler, big time. spoilers! Who goes into a podcast expecting spoilers? Come on now. Long story short, guys, it's one of these movies which use a lot of CG to make the film look a lot better with certain sequences, like when you have the narration of Sylvester Stallone talking about prisons. I liked how it went into a old school grid look. Yeah. How he's analyzing everything. One thing I loved about most of uh, Stallone's scenes, if you're looking at him, it's it's either him talking with someone, or him being watched down from a camera, or over someone's shoulder. Never really just him focusing, or the camera just focusing on him as an actor. More as, as, as an inmate. 
See, the thing is, though, what I also liked, and we actually saw Stallone's perspective at one point when he was crawling through the ventilation system. And when he was drugged. Yep. We see everything. We see how he, his fear, we can see his fear. We can see the, oh, shit. Like, you can feel that. Like, oh, fuck, I just broke something. The plan's amiss. Like, we can see everything. We can see him freaking out. I mean, you had a valid point with how it was designed, the way the ship was, how originally you said that it was moving? You said it was... It was in international waters, it was illegal, and it was pressured inside so that when the inmates are taken in, they cannot feel the... Uh, the, 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 the waves. The motion of the boat. What happens is when you get on a boat, depending on where you are, you need something called sea legs, which is where your legs naturally bounce with the waves, causing your upper body not to really move so much so that you don't throw up. In any movie, any show, you'll see a person who's never been on the ship before vomit on the side of the ship. After a couple times of doing this, they get those sea legs. What happens is if you put enough pressure in a cargo hold, such as the ship has, you don't feel anything. You don't feel the waves moving, you don't feel anything, and that's... That's, that, that's what I found pretty smart about this movie. This has been a scientific moment. Tune in next week how milk is discovered in cows. No, it, it, it makes sense how they would keep it like that. And also, what since we're talking about the, the film itself, what do you think about Caviezel? How do you think he did as a villain? Good job. I really did like him. Good job or bad job? No, no, when I say I didn't like him, I didn't like his character. I hated him, and that's when an actor who's playing the villain wants. That's what he wants. You, you really have to fucking hate something. So he was a good, he was a good he villain. Was a good, he was a good villain. He really was. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, the way he played it off, it's just like one of those subtle, evil people. And you're just like, boy, I really want somebody to just shake him right here. Right it was kind of like if, um, for some of the people that enjoyed Avatar, we all know how much we hated the Marine. Especially how would not fucking die. I didn't hate the Marines. I've been so saved in the race. I like you, Avatar. In my perspective, that is exactly how I felt at some point in the movie. Okay, but, but, I thought, as a villain, I thought as an actor, his, Wait, uh, no, I, he was a villain, right? He was just a dude. He was just a villain. That's about it, right? No, he was the warden. No, he was... You guys are oversimplifying this way too much. It's a very serious movie. Can I have your phone real quick? No. No, so... No, but your phone I thought right? when he was first introduced, I thought he was a little too young for the for the character he, he was hair. trying to portray. He had great hair. That dude couldn't have been more than late 30s. He had great hair. I don't care. He had great hair. I had great hair. But... You have I thought, one in your beard. I thought as time progressed, uh, as he lost his school more and more, the character degraded over time. And I thought that's part of, a, part of his performance, but at the same time, I didn't really like the direction the character was taking, but not just that, but we're, we're kind of villainizing people who are dealing with the worst aspects of humanity. You have terrorists, you have murderers, you have rapists. This is literally a prison for people who don't, who aren't wanted by their, their country. You know, it... Because they pose a bigger threat. They pose a threat, like... but they were very humanized in the movie. What I didn't like about it was the fact that some of the roles that they gave, like Arnold, was, I guess, Charlie I guess you could say that. Um, the story Robin Hood was brought into the man was taken to the Richard and the that man was. That's why he went to jail. That's why he went to the tomb, the securest fucking jail in the goddamn world. 
for knowing about something that's so simple and not complex is just it's it I found it a little weird and I feel like they should give him something more to him. Like they gave Stallone a bomber. He was a bomber in like every single country. That's what they gave him. Arnold got Well the Arnold, game, oh, got. Arnold was there because he was created a program <clears throat> to take down the World Bank. Yeah, I know. That was I no, do find, find that funny though. They, that here's Stallone playing the character of a bomber, but yet they gave him the name of a fourth musketeer. Because. Well, we know the reason why we can't yeah. really. Yeah. Okay. We're not. I mean, gonna... I kind of know Sorry, why. Sorry, gotta figure it out. But Ar- Arnold's literally his crime is cyber terrorism. Well, not his his, his crime. No, his boss's crime is cyber terrorism. He's just an accomplice. Sure. But the thing is, it's a lot of the Blackwater and. Rumors about Blackwater soldiers. They're ex-military. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And you see that they didn't give a shit. And uh, the the main prison guard, who's played by Vinnie Jones, was a perfect example of that. But he was like... Last episode, we talked about Tug. Yeah. This is what Tug would be if he had a little bit more intelligence. Yeah, I agree. Except and more fear of the pen. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Vinnie Jones was afraid of... Uh, yeah, I mean, here's a, here's a guy. He was like, yeah, I mean, here's a guy who's like intimidating. He looks tough, and he, he becomes a personal bitch to the war. And it's like, <gasps> yes, dear. Your question about the masks, by the way, and I'm pretty sure you know why. But you had a question about the masks, right? Why they were all wearing masks? No, no, no. I, I it was because it was not to show emotion, right? Intimidation. It, it was more of like um, when. I already explained this a long time ago to you, but when you see the same face over and over again and that face constantly beats you every day, it's the point where it's instilling fear and it's kind of putting in an aspect of law, almost if you would, it's deterring what they want to do. If they want to have a prison riot and they see those faces, they know what's going to happen. They're going to get shot, they're going to get tear gassed, they know. That's it. But if you have a different face each time, like in a regular prison, it doesn't really do anything for you. It's just like, oh, that's that fuck, that's that fuck asshole over there, or whatever. But you, you see the mask, you don't know fuck that. You need to look for specific things, which Arnold Sloan did. That's the chicken guy. That's the watch guy. That's uh. Right, when you have a constant, when you have a constant shift. You don't know when this guy's going on break. You don't know when this guy is like. Unless you are really looking like yeah. Arnold did. That's but what the job was. They could obviously switch out, and nobody would know. It was ultimately. Intimidation and to instill fear and deterrent. It was a deterrent, mm-hmm. which they use in a lot of um, book aspects, law yeah. aspects, and game aspects. The basics of if I can't tell who it is, my chances of getting out of here are shot to hell. Yeah. So compared to some of the other prisons that we've seen in other movies, what do you think? Was it intimidating as some of the other ones, or not really? Like the the the, the design of the prison was nicely done. And, you know, it is a kind of an intimidation factor, but the fact that you don't see what's on the outside kind of gets to you, and you're like, where, you know, that whole issue of where the fuck am I? Um, that it's, was to put in cabin fear. It's, yeah. it's literally escape route. I mean, even if you did get out, uh... You wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm not going to spoil that aspect of the movie, but... Yeah, if you try swimming, you could theoretically, but you'd be like... Yeah, no, that's... You're gone. No, no, no. Um, the part that they were in, that part of the ocean that they were in, you can edit this out if you want. It's very violent. It's got a lot of um, jellies. 
Tiger Sharks. Stingrays and piranhas and alligators. Don't give a fuck. If you touch that. You're I saw a seahorse. Then you're gonna drop. It's red. It was okay. a very dangerous seahorse. Back to this. So overall, out of our five point ratings, what would you guys give Escape Plan? I say it's worth watching once in theaters or DVD. Okay. I think it's um, know, our... it's more of like a. I'm gonna do this. So I'm sorry. It's more like a bar from a friend in return, even if offered. Never return. Okay. All right. So you're gonna do some. All right. That's a little different. All right. So I edit that out. And I edit that on the page. Uh, what are you gonna give it? I own it, and I'm hiding it. So it's one. Of, it's 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 kind of weird. It's like I I own it. In the same sense, it's like I'm not gonna watch it every single day. It's like one of those. Okay, I'm in the mood for two of my favorite action heroes in one shot deal. Dead, well, dead, I already dead, own it, dead, but if I didn't dead, own it, dead, dead, I'd have to go with the dead, second, but... Both of them! You can't do that. We're a little confused here tonight, folks. Um, we have to break the rules because this is one of those movies that's kind of hanging on the edge of the walls here. Speak of our, um, so you're going to go with a both really, really, really ball from a friend? Oh, no, I ain't from a friend. I own the damn thing. All right. Uh, like, you know, we can do this. Borrow from a friend because it's really, really funny. Ah. Okay, that's what you're gonna give it. Also cheating. Well, you know what? You are now disqualified from the game. The wall. And I win by default. Fuck you. I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna agree with Marais. I'm gonna uh, watch it once in theaters. Do you even listen to me anymore? It's a really good movie. It's good. It's decent. It's just you know once you know it, it's it it has very little rewatch value. I was gonna say replay, but no, you could do replay if you want. Long review. Wrong review, my friends. Well, no, 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 no. We'll give them that one for the fact well, that you can press replays. play. Yeah. You can press replay. I got your back, Ray. I got your back. Yeah, but you don't play the movie. Yes, you do. You don't play. Why do you think there's a play button so on there? Long. I don't know. It's, it is what it is. That's one thing about this movie. The running time. What is it like? At, uh, 60, well, 20 is. So it's almost a two hours. It's long movie. enough to enjoy, but not long enough to get sick of Arnold talking. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I thought the movie, no, actually, it is a long time ago. So, so, I guess that part you've all been waiting for, because, you know, you can check out any of our other episodes at www.spiracon.com. You can email us at... Please at Sparkin.com. Ray's at I'm at Zanspiracon.com, and we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and you can leave comments, which would be really helpful. Also, if you're part of the book club, uh, you got, what is it, 13 days? Yes. 13 days until the next episode is done. And that's when you have to finish your book. And what books we got? We got um, Art of Racing in the Rain. And Red Velvet Options. Yes, which is a very adult book. Yes, it is. And leave your comments about what you think at sparkin at gmail.com. Um, so is that part you have been waiting for? What are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only. Dodecahedron of the movies. Except no substitute. What is a dodecahedron of movies? It's a dice. Yep, it's a dice with 12 sides on it, and what we're going to do is we're going to roll this Dodecahedron movies, and it lands on one of the nine movies we have. That's what we're going to review in the next episode. And if it rolls above nine, up to 12, then we roll again. If it's 10, one of you decides. If it's 11, we roll again. If it's 12, I choose. <clears throat> so, you guys roll, and we're going to see what we're going to review. So Seven! Okay, so we're watching a movie starring Ro Robocop. Peter Weller, uh, and it's about the communist war, kind of, in a weird sort of way, with robots. 
What are we talking about? As bad as like to book it, Screamers. Also, creepiest little boy in any movie. Oh, I've seen it. Don't it's been a while. while. Have it's you been seen a while. My I've seen it. <laughs> Lots of Davids coming to kill you. Put the hand in your lotion. Oh, I hate that. Put the lotion in the fucking dresser. That was a good episode. But uh, I guess that's it for this episode. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed us. Hope you haven't been too crazy. And I'm Ray's. My favorite quote is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you hit like a vegetarian. Doy. You can do better than that. I'm Lito saying goodbye. And my favorite quote was. Say cheese. Yeah, it does. And my favorite quote is. Now, time. Hey! Shut the fuck up, you European dog! You bring me home! Turn out me to Bayland! Turn out me to Bayland! I hear you! Hey! Meine! I hear you! I bring you all home! I raise you all your eyes out! And stop your eyes up and stop your eyes in the arse! eine Laterne anzündete und auf den Markt lief und unaufhörlich schrie, ich suche Gott. And this is Zan for the Spocker Movie Review and my favorite quote from 2013's The Escape Plan is going to be... Do you have a pencil and a piece of paper? Eight seconds. I could draw your map. Where you could find him. As a kid, I always wanted to be an artist. My God, you are pushing Problem was, I had no talent. <laughs> Six seconds. I tried, and I tried, and I tried. Five. Do you have dreams? Four. Or did you always want to be this? Two. One. Done. Look. There. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. We are Gonsville. So there was a movie. <laughs> and we want to...
the mind of a man can find works differently than someone on the outside. He sees things in a different way. A successful breakout depends on three things. Knowing the layout, understanding the routine, and help from outside or in. We got a runner. Put your hands in the air now! Showtime. Ray Breslin is able to break out of any prison designed by man. We're testing a prototype facility to deal with people no government wants on their books. The people financing this need to know these facilities are escape-proof. Contact on site. The warden's name is Roger Marsh. When do we start? We just did. Welcome to your new home. I'm Warden Hobbs. Hobbs. Where's Warden Marsh? There is no Warden Marsh. This is the reality, and there's no way out. Go make some friends. You're gonna need them. Back away. Who were you before you came in here? I break out of prisons for a living. You don't look that smart. You don't either. The people who paid for you to be here want you here forever. Ray's gone off the grid. Where is he? This is the shadow world. Code name the tomb. Phrase anywhere. It's here. Where is here? I don't know. This was a setup. Somebody wanted to bury me. You have a choice. You can die in here, or you can get out and punish. Who put you here? I'm gonna find out who, and I'm gonna find out why. Let's do it. I need a diversion. Okay. <laughs> you hit like a vegetarian. That was good. What's he up to? They're planning an escape. Drag the rats back to their cages. If I don't get out, I kill you. Fair enough. Your time is up! You tell whoever put me here, I'm gonna burn this place to the ground.